The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday from 10 to 11, we get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. And uh, that would be the definition of uh, my guests today. Because if you can't have fun in the kitchen or in front of the grill, which would probably be out in the backyard, if you're not having fun, you are doing it wrong. Mad Dog and Merrill, welcome back. Hey, it's good to be back here. I'll tell you, it's great. The weather's nice. Well, you know, nice. it's Thursday, and you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> do this Cooley Region Cooks thing. I'm yeah. Sure you guys were available. That's yeah, awesome. well, thanks for having us. Hey, thanks for being had. Yep, that's good to be killed. had. And we cook. Well, and that's the yeah. having fun doing it. That, and so that fits the criteria. It does, yeah. absolutely. Thursdays. Having fun in the kitchen or yep. in front of the grill. So what have you been up to since last year? Hey, we've been uh, our television show's been going great. Awesome. Uh, we're about a hundred different markets now, are we? Thirty-five states. Thirty-five states. Ooh, That's cool. going good. Tours going good. The phone keeps on ringing. People said we're going to stop. We always say when the phone stops ringing. It's all over, but the phone keeps on ringing. Yep. Mike which called is good. up yesterday and said, "Come on, guys." We said, oh, "Hey, we're still in business." <laughs> how do you how do you balance doing your TV show with locations? Because you're going to be here for a couple of days. Uh, you've got a live show to do. Well, you know, it's it's a horrible job, but, you know, the next television shoot is on Hollywood Beach at Margaritaville in the end <laughs> oh, of March. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Right. Figure terrible. out a way to do a week's worth, you know, do two, two One day, one day, one day of work yeah. in five right. days. Change your Hawaiian shirt and say, pretend it's a different day. Yeah, exactly. Yep. No, exactly. Yeah. So we're so going to be go there. down there and shoot a couple television shows, and then we really start shooting the shows probably, uh, the, new, the new shows air May 1st, so we start shooting in April. Oh, cool. So, 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 but we do shoot two television shows down there in March. That should be fun. Yeah. Well, and do you do that on purpose? I mean, that's a regular thing. You go to the beach and do a couple. <coughs> of shows Let's hope so. Just, just by. Let's hope the first annual. Yeah. First annual. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like a business. We're taking uh, Fast Freddy on the keyboards, and the, we're taking the wives along, and we're oh, taking. Man. Uh, it's it's a family even the camera guy's coming. Yeah, well, that's awesome. true. Yeah. So it's actually our tenth anniversary for uh, television. Okay. Television show. We've been doing it for years since then, but. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, huh, that's that'll great. be fun. Well, congratulations. Ten yeah. years on TV and, what, 38 years doing it. Yeah, you got it. It's right. just amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you still haven't grown your hair back. So no, no. Well, I had some when I started. Oh, when I started, then I lost it for some reason. For a while. I, I get it. Well, we know who works the hardest. Right. There you go. Solar exactly. dome. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. So, uh, primarily, you're on the road doing shows, doing your, your uh, cooking show. At shows like the uh, the RV boat travel trailer, and there's everything's in there. Camping, hunting, hunting, yeah. fishing, loving, outdoor, yeah. home yeah. shows, shows like this all over the country. We do yeah. all shows. We call it the manure tour. Yeah, <laughs> we spread it all over the place. Yes, we do. You know? Gotta have a good fertilizer to have yep. good yep. That's yep. it. Yep. That's yep. it. A couple of weeks we'll be out in. Uh, Raleigh? Yeah, I will be in Raleigh. North a couple Carolina, weeks. Yeah. A, a nice little RV and camping show out there. Awesome. Everyone's then invited. Do you, do you try to focus your show on local? You're going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Maybe they don't know what cheese curds are. Maybe they don't know what a Friday night fish fry is. Do you temper the show 
to the audience you're you're in front of? You know what we found out through through grillology is, and we and we try to rectify it wherever we go is that cuts of meat are getting leaner and leaner. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cuts of meat are getting lean, and 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 so we try to add moisture, retain moisture. So we talk about injectables, we talk about rubs, yeah. we talk about brines, we talk about plank cooking, things that retain the moisture and cut some meat and adds flavor at the same time. Right. Well, and that works no matter where you're doing a show. Right, exactly. That's People what we want figured. lean meat and delicious flavor. Exactly right. In Raleigh, just like they do in La Crosse. Oh, Raleigh loves their lean meat with yeah. grilled properly. And <laughs> do, you, do you run into markets where, I suppose in California and some other places where they maybe thumb their nose at red meat you just do a fish show maybe some pork veggies 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 on the grill are phenomenal yeah Yeah, we do a lot of veggies do you have favorite ways let's dive in because okay uh, i'm curious i have i think it's called a grill walk gotcha square thing with a lot of holes in it it's made out of cast iron i put vegetables in there that have been seasoned in some fashion and uh just stir them around while i'm cooking something else over here on the other side. And of that's the a great way to keep them from falling through the yeah. grates of the well, grill. It's, it's a wonderful it's way. It's really difficult to eat peas that have got little chocolate or oh. little charcoals. Well, right, good. Then you get those specks all over your teeth yeah. and everything. It's just terrible. It's it terrible. We do it. We yeah. use a lot. We do a, um, there's an item on the market called grill mats. Oh. So we'll put those grill mats, carbon fiber mats, non-stick yeah. surface right in the grates of the grill. And we'll they don't catch on fire. That's no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, cool. the, that's the key right I've there. I've always wondered about things like that because then the fire... The heat goes through, obviously, but some, isn't it important also to get fire on whatever it is? Well, you know what? It, it, it cuts of meat are getting leaner and leaner. I'll say that one more time. So that retains the moisture in the cuts of meat as you're searing it through that mat. And now you can add peppers and onions, and you can add mushrooms on the side. And you can do little stir do fries. And everything right. that Same you can flavor. do. Exactly. The point. Right. You put the hood down on that grill and... El Whammo, you got yeah. smoke. Or you can sell your meat first, you know, on an open oh, flame, so then sure. move it over Put to the, the mat. Oh, right. you probably could. Yes, you could. Write that down. Write that down. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can we just take a break? Can we take a break right now? Sear the meat and move over on the mat. Right. They're watching you. They're making sure you write that down. Making sure you're taking actual notes. Hi. You never know. You never know. Your mom's watching. There you go. Just wait. Your Uncle Billy. Hi, Money. Yeah. Concerned. So you've been still grilling some ribs? I've been grilling Absolutely. ribs. Absolutely. Yeah. Always. You are the rib meister. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of people out here who grill really good ribs. And as we have laughed about it with a number of friends of mine who are professional chefs, restaurant owning chefs, who have a hard time with ribs on the menu because this guy says the best ribs in the world, they fall off the bone. Oh. And this guy says, those ribs were overcooked. If you can't chew that meat off the bone, they're overcooked. How do you, you know, half of your audience doesn't like your product. Exactly right. And, you That's know, as we, tra- we used really to say is. as we travel around the countryside, people, uh, the number one question was about seafood, but now it's racks of ribs on the grill. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Everybody says, how do I get my ribs done? I got a gas grill. How do I get my ribs done? I got a, a, a charcoal. I smoke them. I smoke them this long. I don't smoke them that long. I put the rub on the night before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's so many different variables. What we do at the, the stage shows over at, at the center here this weekend is I got a misting bottle. Oh. And we'll explain in, in competition. We've been to the Memphis and May. We've been to Kansas City Royal. How everybody has a separate bo- misting bottle for each and every cut of meat, as a rule, with different ingredients in each one, and not it, just water, obviously. No, right. no, 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 no. That that'd be like that'd be like seltzer in your pants. That'd be like yeah, uh, not uh, a good thing. Who's who did that? 
Oh, that's before your time. Man, you guys are older than me. I know. Oh, no, guys, that's bugging the heck out of me. They, uh, uh, so, uh, apple, so apple cider vinegar is a base along oh, sure. with other ingredients for racks of ribs because sure. that'll loosen the membranes up a little bit so they don't fall apart, but yet they don't uh, hold together too much. So, so that's one of the things that uh-huh. we're talking about. The not-so-secret uh, method of keeping your ribs. But everybody's going to have true. a secret bottle, that, and then you know what you do? You hide from the in-laws. There you go. That's what the bottle is for. Yeah. So you guys have had to adjust your your cooking style as the cuts of meat get leaner and leaner too. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's a big difference when you look back on years ago when you used to have good, that good old fat on the meat and everything. You know, yeah. I could really get the flavor and things. I mean, now yeah. it's a lot leaner now. I don't. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hard pressed to get meat that has all the fat trimmed off. Well, the, oh, yeah, beef, the beef. Don't, maybe don't want to eat that yeah. fat, but I definitely want oh. to cook with it. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh yeah, the, the flavor, beef, the pork, the, the lamb, the veal association—you know—they're trying to make us meaner, leaner, fight machines. That's right. And I can tell by this radio station it's working. <laughs> well, definitely. I'm, uh, definitely. I'm not as lean as I'm holding my breath right now. That's why the show's only an hour long. <laughs> yeah. There's griddles and there's girdles. You have favorites when you get a phone call and you get to. Oh man! Hey, guess what? I just booked our show. We're going back to. Lacrosse, yeah, Lacrosse, yeah. Wisconsin, <laughs> my favorite town. Come out and see us. Yeah. Well, just remember, when you're in front of a huge audience, which I'm sure you will be every show, we will. You're in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Right. Exactly. We've so never, never, we've never. Once I think I did where it got the name mixed up. We were in Detroit we, thank one time. You. So glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, we are looking forward to every other year or so. Every third year, we used to do it more often, but not really. Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah. yeah, and Fort Wayne's a huge show. They shove through about forty-five to fifty thousand people wow. every weekend, wow. every every show every weekend. It's sure. a five four-day show. Four-day no. show, yeah. Four-day show. Yeah. But, but what it is is you become friends with all the people that are exhibitors, with all the the, the, the pitch people, if you will, sure, with the sure. knives and, yeah. and, and dicers. And, and you see them again. And, and we, we yeah. see them again, and you have to infiltrate them. You know, over the years, as Mad Dog and Merle, we've been doing it thirty-eight years. So you you go up to a, a pitch person per se. Uh, they're not going to give you the time of day except for to give you a pitch, but now we talk to them, they're friends, and, and we, right. it, it's like If you don't waste week. time pitching me, I won't waste time pitching you. Right. Let's just talk. Let's just talk. Yeah, exactly. You, then you, you finally exactly. get to, about the third year, you infiltrate them and you get to be able to be friends with them. And do you know yeah. when you're going back to Fort Wayne or when you're when you're coming to Lacrosse, be sure and pack Clean underwear. Yeah, is that what it is? Food, you goofball. Oh. You wear underwear now. That's, uh, that's different from last year. Well, he is, but that's, I, have, I haven't adjusted to that uh, yet. Uh, pickle poppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hurry. Pickle poppers. Yeah, that's is a good key. right there. Yeah. We're doing pickle poppers this weekend. Really? But I can't get into it. You have to come and see the show. I got a, I got a gallon jug of the most humongous pickles that the world has ever seen. Really? Yep. Yeah. They are cukes. The cukes the size of a limousine. <laughs> yeah, but is it pickled? Or is it a dill cucumber? I mean, is it a real pickle? Just a great big one? It's or is a, it a dill big cucumber? old pickle popper. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we're doing pickle poppers. Yeah, I can yeah. hardly wait. Yeah, no, she can't talk about it. Well, then, can't talk about it on the radio. Don't be. We got. You know, we, the program's going to be on for another forty minutes. So, oh no! What can we talk about? <laughs> what are you going to bring that's not just? Just wait. Just wait. Let me. Con- there you go. <laughs> I think back on plank grilling. I know we're going to be showing plank, that at the show. Plank but cooking, yeah. That is, that's a really you big cook thing. you anything besides fish on a plank? Definitely. Oh, that's oh, that's really, a I good point. Only fish. So in fact, so, I think only salmon yeah. or haddock. 
Sa- think, salmon is yeah. the most forgiving. Salmon is the easiest. That's the most things that common thing that people have talked about when it talks about plain way cooking. To learn how to plain cook. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah honest to goodness. But wait, wait, yeah. and you skin the fish. The wet skin against the wet board don't do well at all. So you oil it, you season it, you pack a little brown sugar on that salmon, you soak a, a cedar plank or hickory or oak plank in water for at least two to eight hours, if not overnight. Sure. you got a good hot heat over here on your grill. You want to char the bottom of that board. Plank's in the water, good and wet. The fish is seasoned. The grill is hot. The whole world's circulating around. Pop the wet board out of the water. Place that slab of fish on top of that wet board. Present it to a hot grill, direct method of cooking. Char the bottom for about five minutes. But then turn it way down to a lower heat, or you're going to bury the needle a couple of times. Right, and you may end up cooking the plank right out from under your that, Exactly. You right. it, if you, you do, if you do carp, sometimes you throw away the carp well, and you and, yeah. the plank. Right. <laughs> the old know. joke. That's yeah, the yeah. old joke. Never, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We hear but that all the time. <laughs> I just want to verify, you you char your plank before you put the fish on it? No, 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 no. Okay. See, right. you, have, you pop the wet board out of the water, put yeah. the fish on top of it that's been seasoned. Right, then high for, heat for a bit. For about four or five minutes. Just okay. enough to char the bottom of that board. Okay. And then, then uh, a slab of salmon directly on the grates of the grill with the skin on takes about 15 minutes. You double the time. All right. But, but now here for the television. Skin on both sides of the salmon? Um, on top and bottom of the salmon? You take We're the, doing the flays. We're doing the flays. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, no, so, I mean, if you just... If you didn't catch it yourself, you go to the store and there's the fillet, yeah, yeah. and you can see the beautiful pink meat. Then you realize, oh, there's skin on the bottom. You have to, you have to, you have to take, take a good off. fillet knife and, and, and take, take the skin off. off. Okay. It really gets wet down there. Right. Okay. But so for the television show a couple of years ago, we took a pork loin, uh, the size of my cutting board plus eight inches. Wow. So we're talking a honker. Yeah. And then we took a large plank. I took one of those large white coolers. And I cut my own planks. What I do is I go to uh, the, st- the the hardware stores, the wood stores, and I pick, I myself pick up untreated dog ear cedar fencing. Untreated dog, dog ear cedar fencing. There's, I didn't know that was. Well, the, 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 then there's four and there's six <laughs> footers to go even more. Sure. And and so for a buck seventy six for a four footer and two thirty for a six footer, now you can cut your own cedar planks for uh, forty cents a board. Awesome. So now you take and you cut that that wooden plank, that dog ear cedar fencing, untreated. There's untreated, no, the no greenish streaks on both sides. Yes, yes, yes. I don't yeah. want to get you in trouble after we leave town. Thank you very, very much. So I'll take that big bowl honker pork loin. I slid it right down the center, three quarters of the way through. Then I open up that crevice and I put salami in there. I put pepperoni in there. I put banana peppers in there. I slop some jarred garlic up and down, a little pizza sauce up and down, and then I put... Four and a half hot Italian sausages, links, and then I mummify. I I, I I wrapped it up in in string to seal that all in, and then I slopped a whole jar of jarred garlic on it. I rolled it in rosemary. I rolled it in our grandma hazel seasoning. I made it as gnarly looking as possible because the plank protects it from the heat. You pop the wet board out of the water. Place that whole loin on top. You pre- present it to a good hot larger gas grill. Or uh, I, we had a three-foot charcoal grill right. time sure, Weber's. That works. Absolutely. And hood down, we used a good instant read meat thermometer. About an hour and 35, 30 minutes later, it came out to about 140 degrees, somewhere in that neighborhood. Take it out, tent it for a while, most delicious thing in the world. But now at the show, now we're talking uh, hunters here. So now we're talking venison tenderloins done the same way. We're talking pork tenderloin, beef tenderloin. We're talking stuffed pork chops, stuffed chicken breast. We're talking taking shrimp, large prawns, and mummifying it. And you know something? You guys love your prawns here in lacrosse. Yeah. 
Man, seafood. There's, man. A, there's, a, there's a prawn shop at every corner downtown. No, no, no. Those are pawn shops. Pawn. Ooh. He is a cheesehead. They, uh, I'll take I'll take a jalapeno pot. That's why they don't have fish when you go in and ask. <laughs> I'll the take the carrots. They got 18 carrots. Yeah. 24 <laughs> carrots. A lot of carrots. A lot of carrots. You can get loans for those carrots, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'll take jalapeno poppers and mummify them in bacon and cedar plank. Those. There's nothing you can't cedar plank. There it's really, great. really isn't. There, it's just, it's Cedar a, Plank makes everything taste good. It is. You can it take does. You can take nice, large uh, tenderloin steaks, nice, thick, inch-and-a-half tenderloins, two-inch thick, thick tenderloin steaks, or ribeyes, or any steak, or hamburgers, and sear them where there's heat first, pop the wet board out of the water, raw, put those, but seared, put that meat product on the planks, present it to a hot grill, and then you can finish them off on the planks. Awesome. There is nothing you can't cedar plank. Yeah. Why is the cedar plank preferred? Why not uh, a hickory or you, an you can, you, If you've got $17 in your pocket and you want to go buy a nice untreated hickory or oak, that's or if you nice, have some at home. Yeah. more expensive. Yeah, it, it's just economic. Does it change the flavor at all? Absolutely. Oh, big difference. Yeah. Big difference I, I, out a there. A hickory uh, salmon is going to taste way different than a cedar it'll salmon? Be a, it'll yeah. be a, either a, a, a sweeter smoke or a, a harsher smoke. And, and, and apple wood people use. people. You can use bark of the wood. You can use the, 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 the raw slabs of a, if you have a planer type thing. I'm going to sure. get too complicated here. <laughs> Any type of wood can be used. Okay. Poison Schumach, I would. <laughs> I would not buy that. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Or Willow. Sure willow. Willow just doesn't. Uh, willow. Doesn't. Willow? Yeah, willow, from yeah. Willow Tree, you know. Willow. Willow. Weeping Willow. Let me know how that works. Weeping Willow. willow. You, first. you know, I mean, that's a willow. good point bringing up, though, is wood. I mean, different types of flavor that you get from wood. I mean, cherry wood, being in Wisconsin, is absolutely excellent. Phenomenal on the Well, and a lot of people have chunk cherry you know, for their grill. Right, right. You need a plank. So the chunk cherry is easy because it's left And I think that's what he's talking about. That's what he's talking about. We're done with plank cooking. We're done with plank. He's about chunks, you know. Maple is really good. Maple is a lot sweeter. Maple you can definitely cook, you know, on the, you know, directly. Oh, absolutely. You know, use it for it. But, I mean, the cherry wood really brings a really good flavor on there. I mean, cherry wood smoked wings are just phenomenal on the grill. Are there times when you look at your guest list and say, these guys are worth it, let's go get hickory plank? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to dazzle them, you know. When your mother and father-in-law are coming over for yeah. New Year's Eve, right. yeah. dazzle them. But with the plank cooking, one step further is when you pop the wet plank out of the water, if you're doing seafood or pork chops, a lot of times I'll have thin-sliced lemon and put that on the wet plank and then the sure. fish on top of that. Fish on top and of then you can put more cement. lemon on top of there. You know, you can elaborate with some. Play with it. Yeah, yeah exactly right. They have the planks. They uh, put the uh, rosemary down or some fresh herbs down on that wet board. I mean, there's great things you can do. I could write a cookbook on 10,000 recipes on plank cooking could. today. You could. 10,000 really, really recipes, plank cooking? 10,001, Mike. You just gave me another idea. Yeah, yeah. Just sauerkraut is excellent on the planks, oh, too. Oh, my God. Didn't I, I mention didn't even, sauerkraut? No, you didn't even get into that, for God's oh, sake. Oh, my God. We did. We do it we do, we, when we do, like, <laughs> tastings or something like that. We'll go by, like, like 12 number 12. Size 10 cans of sauerkraut, drain them off, but take a couple pounds of sauerkraut, drain them off, add some brown sugar, some diced up onions, some diced up apple in there, however you want to do it. Mix it all together. Now you got to ring a kielbasa or two, or you got some smoked Polish sausage. Now that's your ingredients. Now you pop that wet board out of the water, put half that seasoned sauerkraut mixture on the wet board, put a ring of kielbasa on top or that smoked Polish and the rest of the sauerkraut and cedar plank that for a half hour. 
That is Man. Midwest. Even it folks is. in lacrosse. I need a couple of planks because I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm seriously. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Does that change anything if I've got two cedar planks? You're right a two plank driller. No. Two, well, no. if I'm gonna have sauerkraut, then I'm gonna end up dicing up way too much smoked sauce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great, though. Uh, yeah, I will. We'll, we'll, oh, and you do it for about a half hour in that cedar around that sauerkraut yeah. and the sweetness from really? the brown sugar. It is. It really is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, another uh, cheese. I mean, people don't realize on smoking cheese, you know, on the grill and things. Sure. They're going to use it even on wood chunk pieces of wood to go ahead and use that to get those hickory. adds a really good flavor. Swiss cheese, something cheese nice and hard oh, yeah. really adds a good flavor to Monster it. Monster or something like that would really pick up that, uh, that smoke. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Herman. Herman Munster. He was my favorite. <laughs> Oh, brother. Provolone. Should have said provolone. Just provolone. Just provolone. Just provolone. Just provolone on your way. Just provolone. Provolone. Although, ladies and gentlemen, I'd love you to come back. We got a little business to do. All right. Check in with the guys over in the news and information. We'll tell you all the great stuff coming up at the show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's That's a why great you're here, show. right? I don't I really I do something I have no idea. Yeah. Yep. We should do this on the air sometime. You should do it we more should. often. We should. We should. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take care of some business. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. My small business has a new best friend, Chicago. Cooley. You guys are going to get me in trouble. i got to live here, so cut that out. <laughs> I'm sorry. i got to live here, you know. I'm sorry. Cut that out. Mad Dog and Merrill. Eddie Munster. Uh. <laughs> Mad Dog and Merrill. Well, you're from Wisconsin, because you're really oh, from everywhere. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. You're a TV show for 30 years? Uh, television shows for 10, but, 10 we, but we've been doing like, grillology for 38, for 38 years. Yeah. 38 years. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So, obviously, it's working for you. You still enjoy it? Yes, it is. We're being no complaints. my dad's advice Thank if you're... Not you're having right. fun in the kitchen, you're doing it wrong. That's go to right, maddogandmerrill.com exactly. to learn where our show airs here because I don't know if you let me say the television station or not. Sure. Good. It's on Sunday mornings at 1030 <laughs> on CW. On the CW at 1030 yep. every Sunday. Yeah. Every yeah. Sunday. It's a great show. Every it's Sunday. It's a great show. Don't say it on radio, but no. you, can, no. you can say that. You know, we have okay. Fast Freddy on the keyboards. You know what his favorite delectable is when he likes to have something? Chocolate. Really? Yes, he chocolate. does. Well, He's a big... T- he loves chocolate. Oh, Speaking of Fred that... loves everything. What? Hey, Jim Dandy, good morning. Really? Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back to Dad's Country. Hey, it's good to be here. Hi, well, it's great to have you. I, for the first time, met you guys last year at the Lacrosse Center. I enjoyed the heck out of your show, and that's why I called. All five of Mike's listeners that are out there in the lacrosse area. Thank you. Thank Six. you, Jim. <laughs> I just want everybody to know, I'll tell you what, for the price of admission, Mad Dog and Merle are worth that in itself because they put on such a fantastic show. They're two, two of the neatest guys you'd ever want to meet and watch cook. I'll tell you. I was so impressed. I watched them twice last year. We wound up spending almost nine hours at the show just so we could see them a second time around. And and it just they do such a great job. And it's Channel 13, I'll clear that we watch on around here on Sunday. So um, it, you just put on a great show. And I'm making a special treat right now for you for tomorrow, some dark chocolate pecan turtles. And I'll bring some for your pianist. Oh. God love you. God love you. Thank you very much, yes, Jim. Thank you so much. I had no idea that you were related to Jim. Obviously, that schmooze. That thing. We'll pay that. We'll pay that ten dollars at the show, Jim. Yeah. Thank you. 
Thanks. And, and Grandma Hazel's uh, spice is fantastic. I use it in just about everything. I got to get another shaker this year. Well, so you know, we brought plenty sure. of Grandma. We brought plenty of Grandma Hazel's along just for you, Jim. <laughs> well, there you go. Thanks. So you guys have a great show, and everybody come down and see Mad Dog and Merle. If nothing else, because they're well worth the admission. God have a great bless. day, guys. Thank see you tomorrow. So much, Jim. God bless. Uh, there you go. You're Uncle Jim, Uncle Jim the Candyman. What does that kind of publicity cost you? Ten bucks. Ten bucks? Ten bucks. But you know what? He's right. In 38 years, if I don't make Meryl laugh on stage or Meryl doesn't make me laugh on stage, if we don't do something that kind of like off the cuff interrupts our little get-together, Meryl and I together, uh, that catches us, then it's not a show. Well, and it, I, you know, we really do it for the fun of it. Yeah. it sure. Because we're sure as hell ain't making no money on it. Well, yeah, and every yeah. audience is different. Every audience will offer you that opportunity. Exactly. To go yeah. off the cuff or to change it up so that it's it's not boring. Well, you know, I think it's the same thing with our television show, too, because everything that we do is exactly, we don't rehearse or anything. I mean, everything is live, even sure. though it's taped. I mean, we have fun doing it. It's just, it's great. We have no idea. What what's going to be coming out of our mouths? But it's a great time. It really, really is. Did you ever end up with a giant mistake? Open that grill and realize that it ran out of gas and whatever you were. Well, that's what television is all about. You just close the grill again and go to the next segment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like pushing a button here and saying, "Well, we'll be right back, folks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. No, uh, it, it usually turns out well. We do have some great sponsors of the television show, which is nice. And so we do think ahead. It takes, it literally takes, I mean, I do a lot of the, the prep work. And he does, like that, he does. Because there's sponsors that need to sure, be, sure. That need to be uh, held accountable. Thank yeah. you very much. So it takes literally me 18 hours for every show that we take, every half hour show, whether it's prep on, on, a, on a note board at home, going through, you know, pieces of paper, sketching it down sure, to a 20-minute sure. little presentation, to the prep of the food, to the to the taping of the food, to the, the cleaning of the dishes. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a process, but it's... It turned out the older you get, Mike, the more fun you have. And, and we're, is that how it works? Yeah, it, it does. It really, really does. It really does. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Um, I'll let you know next year when you guys come back. I'll let you know if, that, <laughs> if I had more fun this you year. You will. I guarantee you will. I'll before. come in with a big black eye and arm in a sling or something. Not having any fun. So, how many shows are you going to do this weekend at the center? Uh, we're doing two today, and we're doing uh, 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 four Friday and Saturday. And two on su- on Sunday, so cool. it's literally pick up a program or come and see us. But we're down on the main, we're in the main hall north, uh, way in the end by some nice pontoon boats. Awesome. Uh, but make sure you ask for us or, or find us down back there. But we have uh, so we have ten shows all weekend. Yes, long. we do. Come cool. early, just like Jim. Come early and stay late. You can spend eight hours at that show. It's, it's a phenomenal. great show. Oh, and and a, keeping up with the times, awesome just like we uh, 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 talk about cuts of meat getting leaner and leaner. We talk about other things that are current like what grills for your backyard that may be current. Uh, the show keeps up current like you wouldn't believe. They have a, a, a rainforest animal exhibit. They have a virtual reality experience. I can't wait. Ooh. It's upstairs. It's a virtual reality. They got street art and 3D that's going on. They got so much stuff going on there, it's unbelievable. It is. That's it good. Really good is. seminars. Yep. And it's it's so many levels in so many different areas. You can get lost and you don't even know you're in the same area again. It's <laughs> yeah, fun. It's kind of like life. And I don't know where we are, but I can smell that smell again. Exactly right. Oh, look, there's that guy. Yep, there, there, there's partner. Yeah, yeah. No, that was the rainforest animal exhibit. My. I can't find the monkeys anymore. Oh, look, there's Matt There he is. There he is. There's hunting and fishing seminars. There's a lot of great things. What really are you guys going to cook? Pickle poppers. Pickle oh, poppers. Yeah. You can't do ten shows with pickle poppers. Pickle no, poppers. No. 
No, you know, cuts of meat are getting leaner and leaner, really. We have a great time, but in the same realm, uh, we, we're going to do, we're, we're hand-making coffee rubs each and every show. Really? Yeah, with a coffee yeah. grinder and everything else. Coffee rubs are phenomenal, and rubs, there's seasonings and there's rubs. Seasonings are seasonings. You sprinkle it on a cut Salt, of meat. Salt, pepper, and Yeah, you throw it on yeah. the grill, and it's Season. lovely. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we take that to a higher level and make it create a nice, thick rub that coats that meat product that seals in the moisture, which is the theme of the show. We do injectables. We talk about the best way to do injectables. I'm not going to give it away here, but injectables have too much sodium. Give so- me a hint, no, buddy. Right here, right here, right here. Uh, All right, here's what I tell you. There's too much sodium. Every time yeah. you taste somebody who's injected a cut of meat with a, with a, with a needle, with an injectable, mm-hmm. it's, it's too much sodium. Sure. So we're going to tell you how to cut back on the sodium products to buy at the grocery okay. store that are easy, take care of 80 to 90% of your injectables in general. Uh, we're going to talk about the cedar plank cooking. We're going to talk about homemade shish kebab set. Shish kebabs, what a pain in the roast. The the meats are done before the vegetables. The vegetables are done before the meat. The meat and the vegetables stick on the grates of the grill. And by the time you get them off, they fling to your neighbor. Oh, terrible. Or just fall. You pick up that uh, stick. Oh, yeah. And you got got a a piece of zucchini that's so thin and and, and, and undelectable. It's unbelievable. So we're going to talk about large sections of meats and vegetables glistened with an oil. Uh, and, and done with a homemade shish kebab set that'll hold you up off the grates of the grill. So we're going to save you the price of admission, basically. A homemade smoke boxes. So if you have a gas grill and you want to add smoke to your grill, okay. the easiest way to do it and cost-effective, the cedar plank cooking, which will sure. save you tons of money, uh, homemade shish kebab set, and we'll talk about three, four other things that'll save you the price of admission and add moisture and flavor to cuts of meat. Can you give me one tip? Shish kebabing? What, how do you, what do you tell somebody who... Says my issue is my vegetables are always done. My meat is still not. So, so it's, we, we talk about the direct and indirect right. method of cooking. So whether you have a gas or a charcoal grill, you have a smoker unit or a pellet grill, or you have the Komodo style grill like the big green egg. We sure. talk about the indirect method of cooking. So we'll slow cook shish kebabs, large sections of meats and vegetables, glistened with an oil. We oil eighty-five to ninety percent of all the cuts of meat before you put them on the grill. Really. Cut some meat are leaner and leaner. Haven't you been listening, Mike? I have. So, I you, if you put, if, so if you put a cut of meat yes. on the grill dry, how's it going to come off the grill? Drier. Drier. Thank you. Yeah. So we lightly glisten with an oil 85 to 90% of all cuts of meat, including vegetables, before you put them on the grill. So shish kebabs are done indirect for 30 minutes with a homemade shish kebab set to hold them up off the grates of the grill. They'll be excellent every time. Yeah. And, and that misting really bottle, that misting bottle routine, you got to come in, and, and it's so... Hokey, stupid, silly, but it, it adds so much moisture and so much flavor to cuts of meat, and it's your secret recipe. So to learn your secret recipe, you got to come to the show. But that misting bottle to mist cuts of meat as they're grilling is a phenomenal idea. It's a, I, honest to God, it's a wonderful show. I, I get it. I, I get, it's, it's a one. It's a one. You're totally unbiased opinion, of course. <laughs> Wendy must do us. Oh, I'm still was trying Adams. to think who the guy is that put the seltzer in the pants. I it's know. uh. I know. Oh boy, I oh. heard once a while ago. I can't remember. Why? Wasn't Jimmy Durant? Somebody was. No. No, it's uh, yeah, no, yes, we have no bananas. We have no. What's that guy's name? It's uh, um. I can picture him right now. He's got I a big nose, too, too and yeah, a big Jimmy face. No, I don't. It's a different no, guy. A little no, bit bigger, a uh, little bit taller. He, was, he dressed in drag, too. He did a neat thing. Yes, in, uh, he did. Thank you. Um, oh. Comedian? Yeah, Comedian. yeah, 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 yeah. You said Red Skelton? <laughs> no, 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 no. There you go, there you go, there. Mm. Earl, oh. 
Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Find out. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm curious about uh, uh, oil. A, do you do different kinds of oil? Or oh, yeah. Oil, or? Well, yeah, obviously you use the olive oil, but a lot of things uh, from your sunflower oil. But Milton flavor. Burl. Milton Burl, that's it. Thank you. Thank that is you. not even on here. I got Mary Tyler Moore, but Mary Tyler Moore gave me Milton Burl in my mind. And you can flavor your own oil, too. You know, you well, can use regular garlic cloves well, and then replace it in some the, oil. On the on my stove, I use a lower flash, use grapeseed oil, right? Exactly, saffron oil or something because it doesn't smoke. Does right? That, does that play into the flavor when you're grilling something? Well, it does. It definitely does. But the main thing is the flavoring yourself of the herbs and spices that you're going to be using so on the that oil meat. Oil itself is less important. Right. Exactly. But you want some good flavor in that meat and the vegetables. But but we do suggest there's beautiful sunflower oil in Wisconsin. Oh sure. Yeah, and I think there's some on this side of the state called Century. Is the name brand? If I'm not mistaken. Could be. Could be. Could, be. Could very well be. Maybe they're just over the border in Minnesota, but they come over there. There's a lot in Wisconsin. Yeah. Sunflower oil is great, and it's locally grown. That's my awesome. whole point. Awesome. I, there's a, a, have you ever been to the public market in Milwaukee? In fact, no, I'm familiar it's with under it, though. A bridge, and there is an oilery. Didn't there. they kick all those people out? Oh, that was. <laughs> the right. They kicked those people out so yeah. they could put this really cool uh, public market. And there's okay. an oilery inside, and I bought some, some uh, sunflower oil. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, it's a very yeah. high yeah. smoke point. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole idea. The smoke like point's that. very high. I like that, especially in my kitchen. So yeah, exactly. I don't want exactly. My house right. to still smell like Plus, you don't want your yeah. eggs tomorrow. to be all brown on the <laughs> edge. You yeah. yeah. turn beautiful white. I read someplace, I think, a while See, ago. See, now I owe you tonight. five bucks. I told you you couldn't read. I there you well, go. Yeah, yeah. Big words, big letters, sure. really small. Large print. Right. We call it large print. I never. I don't know how to read that word yet. So just LG. That you shouldn't oil a steak. Oh, I do I oil mine just very, Seed, very, very seals, lightly. You know, and then no. you shouldn't oil a steak. That, that's not your experience. You know, if, if, your, if your steak has a good ribeye or a good chuck eye that has a, a, a ton of fat already, there's no need to. But if you've got a beautiful tenderloin steak or if you've got a sirloin, there's no reason not to. Okay, so you're, you're oiling it to make up for what the, the, that cut of meat doesn't have in its organic Steak. Exactly. I do it to mainly get some more sear marks and everything on it too. But I mean, I'm talking lightly. I'm not talking. I'm just talking a couple drops of oil yeah, yeah. on the steak and just right. rub that. In. I'm not talking a whole bunch of oil, but just a couple right. drops. But of a good ribeye that's well marbled. You probably don't. Yeah. Need no. There. It's like I'll put our Grandma Hazel, the guy that Jim will call out. Grandma Hazel is the old Montreal or steak seasoning type seasoning. Oh sure. So it's coarsely ground herbs and spices, yeah, about yeah. twelve. I'll put that on any steak myself. And I'll do just like you're not supposed to do. I'll put it on top of that steak, and I take two forks back to back, and I puncture little holes all over that place. Then I turn it over, and I puncture some more holes. And then I put that steak, which is seasoned with Grandma Hazel, in the refrigerator for a couple hours, and it just absorbs all that flavor. And you know what? When you, and all the good juice doesn't drip out into when this? You, if you've got a good hot heat, it would 12, you know, there's searing stations that are 1,200 degrees surface temperature. Okay. Infrared, whatever yeah. it is, or, or grills, the gas grills have a searing stations that would double-double burners together. Right. When you got that and you got that baby fired up and you toss that on the grill and it sears up, where, where, what, what are these people talking right about? <laughs> exactly. Right. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's good yeah. to know. Uh, I'm also curious. Well, we'll come back. I'm going to take a quick break and check in with, uh, with uh, Rachel. Uh, Rachel King from the health department. We're going to talk about potatoes, one of your sponsors. I love oh, yes. potatoes. Farm to school potatoes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm curious, I do want to ask you about the coffee rub. Why coffee? What is it about coffee that makes a rub so good? Mad Dog and Merrill, we're Cooley Region Cooking, and we will continue doing just that after this.
Alright. I'm so glad we use a landline. Because if it was a cell phone, she'd still be sitting there wondering, hey, uh, how come he never came back? Because I accidentally hung up on Rachel King, farm to school, uh, with all the expertise. She is uh, from the health department and knows all about farm to school potatoes. Rachel, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Mad Dog and Merrill are my guests in the studio, and uh, one of their sponsors, Wisconsin for, uh, Potato Growers. Maybe she can't hear me. Can you hear me, Rachel? I can. Oh, That's amazing that they're, uh, they've got a sponsor for the same thing that we're talking about this month. Uh, and Farm to School Potatoes. That's got to be a pretty, a pretty easy mark for, uh, for Western Wisconsin. Potatoes are everywhere, aren't they? You know, they are, and it's not a hard sell for kids either. I think um, that's one of the things kids are used to seeing on their plate. But one of the cool things about this program is that we're purchasing all of our potatoes locally for our school districts and having that served to our kids. Um, and so one of the, the fun things that they're doing is um, a potato fusion blend in the school where it's not just the white potato, but they also see the red and the gold and the yellow. Those kind of potatoes are all mixed together so that the kids get a variety of different flavor types. Awesome. So I didn't realize that different potatoes taste that different. I know they they cook differently, like onions, but I didn't realize that, uh, you know, that uh, a Yukon Gold and... Yukon Gold, man. The connoisseurs of potatoes yeah. love Yukon mm -hmm. Gold. I guess I didn't really oh, know yeah. that they taste that different. They do. They taste different, um, including those purple ones. I think those ones are fun because they're real little, um, and you can kind of just slice them in half and roast them up. Yeah. Um, but those ones have a very different flavor from your russet potato that you're doing for a mashed potato. Yep, a lot of different moisture contents, too, which is amazing for different purposes. Yeah. Does, yeah. It, does it really matter that you use different potatoes for mashed potatoes or for a baked potato? How did you even become the host, Mike? Cause, well, because I'm all about the... The, uh, as my uh, my son would say, that cacophony of potatoes, Dad. No, no, that's, that's cacophony, buddy. A lot of different potatoes. Yeah, I like that when you do the cacophony. Some purple ones and some yellow yep. ones. And the little fingerlings little are great, ones. aren't they, dear? The little fingerlings? Rachel? So fingerlings are fingerlings. awesome. Yeah. Um, I know that's one of the ones the schools really like to get if they can yeah. uh, for the students because it just tastes good. So what are you going to do when, when you bring... Uh, potatoes to farm to school, what are you going to do? What recipe? Um, so our recipe this month is a garlic potato and cauliflower mash. Um, so it's basically your regular side potatoes where you have your, your mashed potatoes, but this time you're adding cauliflower to them. Um, and one of the cool things about that is that you're not only amping up the nutrition, but the taste. So like we were talking with the different flavors, it has all these different flavors depending on what you use. Um, the cauliflower is just going to add that extra layer of flavor in there, and it's, it's really tasty. Well, just don't tell your kids that there's cauliflower in there. <laughs> right, right. And luckily, both of the vegetables are white, so you're dealing with something that they probably won't see. Um, and if you blend it up really nice and smooth, they're probably not going to tell, but you are getting that extra nutrition. So oh, sure. that's one of the benefits of it. No, I'm a dad. I know perfectly well how to hide delicious food from yeah. kids who won't eat it. Yeah, they and they'll go, mm, this tastes good. I wonder what's different about it, right? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing's different about it, Nothing's you guys. Nothing's different. It's <laughs> <Nope. Nope. laughs> if, if you go to kindergarten during nap time, you ask come in and go, shh, the baby reds are sleeping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rachel, is the recipe on your website? 
It is. It's on our website, just like normal. So if you go to um, www.f2slax, you'll find our, our recipe of the month, the garlic potato and cauliflower mash. Oh, good deal. And, of course, we all... Thanks, Rachel. Thank you very much for talking with us this morning. It's always a pleasure. And, of course, uh, getactivelacrosse.org, another great place to get recipes from the health department. The Spudmobile is great. She should try to oh, get it. Oh, yeah, I forgot something. to yeah. ask her about this. Well, she said off the air she'd never seen the Spudmobile. Yeah, and it's really, What's really, it it really like? neat. It's a huge RV, interactive. It's all wrapped with potatoes on the outside. On the inside is uh, different ways to learn types of potatoes in Wisconsin, like we just got right. through talking about. Uh, the fields, they got Mad Dog and Merrill's television show always running over on one side, That's which cool. is kind of neat. Yeah. And uh, we were we were them at the Packer game a few times, the zoo in Milwaukee a couple of times, and uh, they're That's good awesome. friends of ours. That's awesome. Yeah, I dig Wisconsin potatoes. I, I dig, dig too. Man, I next remind me to uh, I gotta <laughs> I gotta hit the boss up for a couple of bucks to buy a snare drum or the <laughs> rim. Yeah. just the rim. Yeah, would, uh, would That's all really we need. be good. Uh, I, and I. I understand that there's a number of recipes that call for specific different kinds of potatoes. There are. Now, Yukon Golds are my favorites. They really, the moisture content I is like phenomenal. I like their creamier tasting. Yeah. I, that's, They're nutty. They're nuttier flavor. I just like the way they taste. Yeah. And the purple potatoes, because they're purple. Yep. But uh, I have never said, oh, man, we can't make mashed potatoes tonight. I don't have Idaho's. <laughs> I can't, you know, we can't make mashed potatoes. Idaho's. Kids, I don't have this any. This is Wisconsin, I don't Mike. Have any Wisconsin God dang it all. I don't have any russets. There goes my you sponsorship. Can't make mashed potatoes. They're going to have mashed potatoes. Out of Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm just what are you going to do? Idaho's. I got potatoes and I'm making them. Just mash them. Just ma- I You're made, baked, Mike. Are you are tiny, baked. What are the little tiny potatoes? Round ones, not finger ones. Well, they have little round whites. I made smashed potatoes. Boil them for a couple oh, yeah, minutes. So. Take them out, put them on a cookie sheet, smash them with a with the bottom of a I glass. I take that. I take all the the, 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 the small reds or the or, or the golds, and I and I yeah. grill them on the grill so they're charred, and then I throw them in the kettle hot and mash them up with garlic and 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 cheese spread and, and cream cheese and all that stuff. So they they got the flavor of the charred grilled plus they're smashed. Did you know I learned this? Dang. You can t- maybe you heard differently. I could, they could have told me this just to say. Watch Hayes tell everybody this like it's true. <laughs> that baby red potatoes got their name because somebody long, long time ago said, Oh, look, that's cute. They got little baby potatoes, little baby red ones. Because they're not really babies. They're full grown. Full grown, that's true. Full grown red potatoes that are just called baby potatoes. Did you, did Boy, you is my time you? almost <laughs> up here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quiet, yes. the baby reds are sleeping. That's my lie. <laughs> Shh, the baby reds are sleeping. <laughs> That's what every, whenever someone goes, when we're standing outside the Spudmobile and a group of people go up, that's my line. Shh, the baby reds are sleeping. Yeah. Well, and see if you can get somebody. To, what's the difference between a red potato and a baby red potato? Oh, well, let me tell you. Oh, let, no, no, let me no. tell you everything about Moister the Moisture content. Red potato Skin, the peeling, the moisture. Yeah, yeah. So, nothing. Yeah, nothing All right, at all. quick. We only got a couple of minutes. Okay. But I am absolutely curious why coffee what is it about coffee that makes a rub really Coffee good? rubs are just absolutely delicious, and they're great over salmon. They're great over any cut of meat, that's for sure. We take a coffee grinder, like I said, and we, sure. put, we put seasonings in there. I'll put red pepper flakes in there, zap it down, then I double it size in brown sugar. But now here's the thing for you guys, folks out there. If you don't like the flavor of coffee or don't think you do, go and get out of the canister those beautiful flavored teas. Now oh. take that coffee grinder and throw in chai tea. Or ginger oh. lime tea. Ginger lime tea zapped down with herbs and spices and a little brown sugar. The most unique flavor you'll ever have. So it's not just coffee rubs. It's tea rubs. 
and all kinds of great flavors. But well, coffee rose, you won't even taste the coffee in there per se unless you really try hard. But it just coats that meat product beautifully. It's the project. It's the It's a project. It's the yes, yeah. it is. It hey, is. Speaking of a project, all weekend long at the Lacrosse Center. What's yes. Your, what time is your first show today? <laughs> it's today. Go today, to the it is today. at. Um... <laughs> yeah, today. Don't well, miss the it. show opens up at five. We're on at uh, six thirty and six thirty and eight. Today. That's right, six thirty. Yeah. But four on Friday and four on Sun on Saturday and two on Sunday. Please come. It's eleven o'clock. WIZM. And the day after his impact.